Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Today we celebrate the solemnity of Christ the King. Ask the question today, do you belong to the truth? Or do you find it difficult in our world today to recognize truth? There is in our own world a hatred for truth or a fear of truth. And this hatred or this fear can make us deaf to the whisperings of God's voice in our hearts. We see this illustrated in today's gospel with Pontius Pilate. He has a hatred for truth. He has a fear of truth. The verse that immediately follows the gospel after Jesus says, everyone who listens to my voice belongs to the truth, Pilate asks him the question somewhat mockingly, what is truth? Pope Benedict XVI, um, throughout his pontificate, warned us against a steady advance of relativism in modern society. And he considered this one of the greatest threats against the common good. One of the greatest threats that the church and the world is facing today. Relativism, to put it simply, is that the truth is relative to each and one, every one of us. Right? That there's not one truth, but there's individual truths. Right? That I'm able to define what the truth is. Brothers and sisters, the truth is the truth. I don't like using words to define words, but that's one way you, one time we can say it. Right? The truth doesn't change because of who you are. Right? What the Catholic Church teaches on faith and morals isn't just true for Catholics, it's true for the entire world. Period. Pope Benedict wrote in 2007 regarding this advancement of relativism in the world the following. Precisely because of the influence of culture and ideological factors, today's civil and secular society is found to be in a state of bewilderment and confusion. It has lost the original evidence of the roots of human beings and his ethical behavior. The problem that arises then is not therefore a search for the good, but a search for power, or rather, how to balance powers. At the root of this trend is ethical relativism. When the fundamental requirement of human dignity, of human life, of the family, of the family institution, excuse me, of a fair social order, in other words, of basic human rights, are at stake, no law devised by human beings can subvert the law that the Creator has engraved on the human heart, without the indispensable foundations of society itself being dramatically affected. If, by tragically blotting out the collective conscience, skepticism, and ethical relativism were to succeed, 
in deleting the fundamental principles of the natural moral law, the foundations of the democratic order itself would be radically damaged. There's a lot of big principles in there, just to sum it up. What Pope Benedict was saying that is that if we remove the law of God, if we remove truth from our society, everything in our social order is affected. And in particular, he's pointing here at democracy itself. That the moment we lose the basis of what truth is, the world becomes just up to the whims of whoever is in power. I think we can really feel that. Right? Moral relativism means that whoever holds the power decides what's right and wrong. On the contrary, right, if we belong to the truth, right, if we belong to Jesus Christ and we do not let selfishness or self-centeredness turn us into enemies of the truth, then Christ promises us that we'll be able to listen to his voice, that we'll be able to follow him to his eternal kingdom. And this kingdom and this freedom that we have is an interior freedom. It's a peace and strength of the soul that the grace of Jesus Christ gives us. But I would guess that many of us haven't experienced this as deeply as we would like. That this state of bewilderment and confusion and anxiety is there and present in us for a variety of reasons. One simple reason could just be that we don't know the teachings of Jesus Christ, the truth, as well and enough as we should to be able to follow it. Right? I believe in past generations, the values of popular culture were able, were, excuse me, were inspired by a Christian worldview. And thus what we heard on Sunday, right, what we heard from the pulpit was in harmony and was backed up by what happened the rest of the six days of the week. However, in the world we live into today, even in rural Nebraska, the world we live in today, that's changed. Right? That the Sunday homily and what we learn in our CCD classes isn't reinforced by society as a whole. The world around us has been secularized, right? And normal human behavior, normal moral behavior, is often looked on as bigoted or as not true, right? The way that the world acts is anti-Christian more and more. I spoke to this earlier, right? In a culture of relativism, those who are in power decide what's right. Some days I fear that I'll wake up in the morning and find out that I'm driving on the wrong side of the road because just last night we decided that it was woke to drive on the left-hand side of the road. 
right? When we don't ground ourselves in truth, then what's right or wrong is up to the whims of power. And so now that we live in a world of such, just CCD classes or a Sunday homily and going to Mass isn't enough. If we truly want to understand ourselves in the world, in the light of Christ's saving truth, we have to take a more active role. If all week long, all we do is fill our hearts and our minds with secular images and secular information, we'll begin to live and think like secularists or like relativists even if we're coming to Sunday Mass. Right? If six days out of the week I'm living one way, and then one day of the week I come to Mass, the six days of the week will win. And so, so it shouldn't be a surprise to us that we don't experience that interior freedom that Jesus Christ promises us when we belong to the truth. Right? We have to follow Him faithfully, by seeking him out, by spending each, time, each day spending time in personal prayer, by spending quality time each week studying our faith. We live in an age of information that we have more information than ever available to us, right? but we spend so little time studying it. Right? To take time each week, even an hour each week, to study your faith, whether that be studying the catechism, whether that be using the website form.org that as a parish we're subscribed to, whatever it may be, to spend time studying. In a world that's rebelling more and more against Christ our King, unless we as Christians actively follow Christ, we ourselves will slowly slide into rebellion ourselves. So as we continue with our solemn celebration today of Jesus Christ's kingship, let's promise ourselves and let's promise our Lord that that will never happen to us, that we will not slide into rebellion against him.